Hey, and welcome to the Just Plain Mental Podcast, a way to share some thoughts and ideas from Balance Better Counseling in Akron, Ohio. This is season three, and we're in our awesome new home in the Sanctuary Professional Building, we lovingly call the Sanctuary. Let's start with some honesty. I'm still not okay, and neither are you, uh, but hopefully we're still working at getting a little better. I'm still Tom and still your host and still going to be as plain and at times brutally honest as possible. To that end, we'll use all kinds of words, even nasty ones, when they fit best for the topic at hand. But I promise they will always be as heartfelt as everything else and not just to be gratuitous. Some of that not-so-pretty honesty helps focus us on parts of ourselves that could use some growth and healing. I will also happily provide a version of each episode without those words from my mom and anyone else with a more sensitive constitution. I promise to lie to you without remorse about anyone we've met professionally to protect their privacy and will forever endeavor to do so. As always, this podcast represents the opinions of the host and any guests of the show and not their place of business. The content here should not be taken as professional advice. It's here for your information. People are too entirely complex and unique, so you must consult a live healthcare professional for any questions that may arise. We make every effort to ensure that the information we are sharing is accurate, and to that end, we welcome any comments, suggestions, or correction of errors. Uh, there will be errors. Uh, thanks so much for joining us. I hope, I hope, I hope you hear something worth your time. Let's see what happens. So anyways, I'm kind of like stoked because for the first time since we moved, it's not just listening to my own stupid voice. Uh, I'm lucky enough that even though she feels it's very weird, unquote, uh, to have my partner in crime at Balance Better and all the associated things, uh, the good doctor, Stephanie Newman. (laughs) Very weird. You are correct. (laughs) Um, You know, I think we talk about a lot of other things in a lot of the episodes and this one's just going to be more about like this place. Mm-hmm. Um, like what in the world made you want to be a part of this outside of not having a choice in the matter? <laughs> I mean, I had a choice in the matter. I definitely had a choice in the matter. This is something I think <laughs> I came into willingly. Um, it's incredible what you do and the stories that you hear and the journeys that you watch people take and, um, how they transform their lives. So I get to sit in, in the front row seat and watch it happen. So, and the areas that I can try to help, um, the people that you work with on their journeys, the little stupid stuff, um, that I like to be a part of and do in those ways, I guess. You mean literally stuff that keeps the business going, the stupid stuff? <laughs> the stuff that I'm a complete moron at. The math. Although I, I have been doing the billing. And yes, we're still have. alive, so figure that out. Correct. God was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good God. Speaking of which, I guess uh, knowing that your business partner can be a bit much. <laughs> a bit much. Like, how do you plan to survive this whole experience? <laughs> Um, we're both a bit much just in very different ways. So I embrace that because you have to embrace my, my extraness. I feel like that may be the most honest conversation we've ever had. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's been a lot of fun and, um, yeah, I'm just happy to be a part of it. And I guess for me, it's like, I feel like tied to somebody who, is as invested in the people who trust us with their well-being as as I 
feel I am and, uh, <clears throat> you know, able to make business decisions and, uh, clinical decisions and all those things that, uh, I hope in the long run will put us in good stead with the people who do trust us because that's why we're here. It's a very interesting fence to try to straddle um, just because I know how unbelievably serious you take HIPAA. So I know that there's a lot of stuff that happens in this building that I am very unaware of, um, but is really serious and life-changing and, like I said, really big journeys that people are on. So just to know that I'm in the building doing numbers or doing something that even in a little way contributes is pretty incredible and um, want to do right by the people that I don't know, but want to make sure they are well, well taken care of in any way that we can. And probably don't say it at all, let alone, because I don't say it enough, but don't know how much it's appreciated for sure. Um, now that we've been here for a bit, past the whole like surgery thing where we were renting the place. We just weren't actually here. Um, good details, Lord. Details. Yeah. It's been a fun year. Um, what do you think about the Sanch? I love the Sanch. Tell me about this love. I love the Sanch. Um, I think first and foremost, we all of a sudden found a whole new group of people that are really good at what they do and um, haven't done any kind of counseling training in their entire lives but this whole other industry of making sure spaces are what um, their people that are running from them need and fit the needs of their business and what they're trying to do and are incredibly helpful so just the staff and employees at the sanctuary they are phenomenal Um, but the space itself just um, accessible and not stuffy and um, comfortable was what I was looking for as we were looking at building after building after office space after office space. I wanted it to feel approachable and comfortable and um, just had a good feel. So we knew it right when we walked in. Yeah, I think we found the right place. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm kind of curious how you feel since you ended up that way. Like the number of people who, having been here, have looked at me and said, I can't believe how comfortable it actually feels just when you walk in the door. Because again, I think this can be a really awkward, uncomfortable Mm -hmm. kind of leap of faith for people, Mm -hmm. um, especially if they don't know you. And, uh, you know, knowing that the actual physical space uh, helps with that the moment that you open the door. there's really something to be said for them yeah and there's there's a lot of stuff going on in the building a lot of different services that are provided um but it does good as ours (laughs) um but it doesn't feel like it and the one thing i always laugh about about the building is i've gone to not a ton but i've gone to different businesses where i was real self-conscious and didn't want um people looking at me or asking questions or wondering what I was doing. And so when we looked at the sanctuary, I love the secret entrance. That's one of my favorite things. You can just pull right up to the door, walk in a side door, walk right into our door and maintain some privacy and 
get what you need without having to feel like you're on display for the whole world. So that was really important to me about the place too. I love being on the corner and people can just sneak in and sneak out and be on their merry way. Yeah, that's turned out to be really nice. And even, I think, I don't know, if you come in the main entrance, I have yet to see a tumbleweed blow across the, that's the middle what I'm of the saying. thing. But like the dentists and the yeah. whatever, I, like, I don't know if it's pandemic or if it's whatever, but there are not a lot of people meandering through the building. And the odds of bumping into somebody are significantly low, which again, I think is. <sighs> yeah, that's exactly what it is. It makes me like lower my shoulders and untense a little bit. There is, there's a lot of stuff going on, but it still feels real private and real quiet and comfortable. And the sign above the little kitchen that says, help yourself. It's always cool to see people walk in because we do have cameras. Uh, and they that don't even creepy blink. at all. <laughs> oh, I'm watching you. Uh, you know, you said it was going to be weird, so I can only like embracing it. Yeah. Um, no, like uh, people will walk in the door and just turn and get a cup of coffee and a snack and sit down and flip through their phone. And, you know, it's there's something really nice about that for me. And I, I expect that it's the same for you. Yeah, that makes me very happy. I want people to feel like this is their place and this is an extension of your home and you do what you want here. You help yourself. Don't ask to open the fridge. Just go in and open the fridge and take whatever you want and play a game on the dining room table or whatever you feel comfortable doing it's it's your space so yeah that makes me really happy uh i guess i this was more just my own personal curiosity being the academic dean of students of the university (laughs) like um being so well versed in education and uh taking care of people and training people to take care of others like Mm -hmm. does any of that cross over is there like any part of your other gig that you think you bring or would want to bring or would look to bring in the future or do you have like two separate gigs that's a really good question that i've never thought of that i probably should have Uh um no i think it does i mean essentially i think it's I think it's the same thing. It's just taking care of people that um, in the other gig, there's a common joke. Nursing, for anybody who doesn't know, nursing school is real tough. And most of my students are nursing students. Um, And there's a common joke that if some life tragedy is going to happen, it's going to happen while you're in nursing school. Um, So we have lots of students that are going through lots of different stuff. Um, and we want our university to be different and um, not about numbers and we want it to feel like home too so both my gigs are about taking care of people and making them feel cared for and loved and safe um, and be in a place where you can slam a door and go off if you need to if that's how you need to blow off steam and that's okay and that's welcomed and embraced and you know that it's going to get you to a better place on the other side if that's how you process um so yeah very similar now that i'm thinking about it but it's it's ultimately just about taking care of people and um and good customer service good human human care yeah um i i don't know how many people in the world would not only put up with my horseshit but (laughs) but also Uh, bust their own ass for months while their husband 
sat and waited for insurance panels to come in and <laughs> saw clients for free uh, for month after month after month since everything ran way longer in the pandemic. And I know it was really good for me uh, and that I, I know I really enjoy what I do, seeing people's lives change. Um, and when you take the paycheck away, it's kind of a confirmation of that. Um, although it is nice once again, to have the paycheck coming in. Um, but to be able to be so supportive of not just me, but other people who had come to count on us. Uh, you know, I think when I hear other people often say like, Oh, well, we're just here to take care of people or we're here for you. Um, automatically mistrustful of that because so many times I think it's an advertising ploy or some mm -hmm. sort of marketing tool. Uh, and, you know, I, I imagine most people probably hear the same thing when we say it, but I know in my heart that between the two of us, uh, that turned out to be real. And that's kind of awesome. Uh, so it was, there we go. It was really nice to be able to be in a position where we could do it and make sure that there was no gap in in being able to people being able to see you and talk to you and get what they needed so yeah. so there's your life lesson gentlemen marry someone who's better than you in every single way possible Stop it. including financially <laughs> and things might just work out <laughs> I'm, I'm extra just extra in a different way <laughs> um if someone were to come here for help for whatever reason what would you want them to know and feel and experience? Um, I'm going to say it again. I want them to feel comfortable. I think above and beyond all else, just because it's by the very nature of the deal, you're going to feel vulnerable and exposed. And um, I would have to imagine really scared. Um, so that you've got a place you can go where you feel comfortable, people that you can lean on that you feel comfortable with, um, and know that those people have worked really hard to try to prepare themselves to be able to assist and get to the root of where somebody's at and how they can help. And if um, there are tools out there that somebody just isn't aware of to be able to open that door and say, look, try this and this might um, make a difference and here's how you do that and um, just partner with you and um, I hate the phrase safe space but because um, I think it's overused but um, I think it's important and it's a really good concept so thank you when you say that I was instantaneously taken back to the moment last week where one of my clients referred to the hallway down the middle of our space is the hallway to hell. Safe space, hallway to hell, you know. <laughs> and That's <I> great. <laughs> she's Jeez. referring to how hard it is to work through things. And, yeah. and listening to you say it, I think what struck me is I want it to be a place where people are comfortable enough to be uncomfortable. Yeah. To yeah. be real and honest and confront all the things that we are and decide what to do about it. Um. And whatever that looks like for every person, it's going to be different. But that whatever their method of processing is, that's okay. 
it's crying, if it's screaming, if it's just quietly contemplating whatever you need, we got a place for you to do that where it's hopefully going to be cathartic and helpful and provides a path forward and through. What's next? What haven't we done? What do we have to take care of now? person some more people yeah and by people you mean um other counselors so finding somebody that's gonna be a good fit um that has the heart for this and the passion and the temperament (laughs) (laughs) um so when you say good fit, if anyone who actually does this for a living is listening to this, mm-hmm. how hard is it to be a good fit here? And what would you look for? I think it would be equally very easy and very hard at the same time. <laughs> um, I like to think we're pretty laid back in some respects and then in other respects, absolutely um I'm lost for what the accurate word would be is it a terrible <laughs> word <laughs> yes <laughs> um completely committed to doing the right thing and taking care of people and um really tough um i know i have a hard time when i'm talking to students because a lot of times i'll lose track of time or um miss the next thing um and i know you've talked about trying to have that balance between having conversations with clients but being very aware of that you've got someone else who may have the next appointment that you have to be respectful of their time and So you have to live in two worlds at the same time. So something like that where we're really hyper aware of the steps somebody's taken to come to an appointment, the time they've given up, the sacrifice at work or from family and the rest of their lives to be here, that responsibility is taken really seriously. Um, So the first word I actually thought of was unforgiving. When that trust is violated or that responsibility is not taken seriously, Um, And I hesitated with unforgiving because that's such a just finite word. Um, But that that so laid back, but then stuff like that, little things like that, that make a huge difference in people's lives that we're not going to mess around with that stuff. And we got to find somebody who can laugh and um, put up with our weird sense of humor um, and weird views and takes on the world and then at the same time just hold really tight lines on very specific things that we're not willing to give an inch on so equally very easy and very hard to get along with <laughs> heard <laughs> everyone's been warned <laughs> yes anything else you think people should know that I didn't ask you about we take this responsibility very very seriously um 
and hope that it shows. And then the only other thing is I'm looking around the room right now. Um, Beat me there. <laughs> Damn it. Go ahead. Um, the space that we have, I love very much. Um, and I think I'm happy for people to come and Again, hopefully it's a good, comfortable place for them to be and um, work through some stuff with somebody who cares for them. Um what I love about what you've done is how intentional and thoughtful you've been about everything in the building or in our office. Um, I joke often, and the word I use for you is cumbersome. Hey. <laughs> um, anyone who has a playlist that has over 800 songs, I think there is no other word other than cumbersome to use. Um, but I know it's incredibly intentional. And the building, or our office, everything's here for a reason. And is a touchstone or a point of meaning or can serve as some sort of visual point for people to take with them if there's some way to get a concept or remember something that was talked about that might be helpful. Um, and I love looking around at all the stuff and knowing what it means and why it's there and why it was put there and in what context it can be used. Um, and there's lots of them where I've taken with me as we've been setting up the office going, okay, I'm going to remember that or that's helpful in this situation in my life or this thing that I'm working through. So I hope people find different things throughout the office that are meaningful them and know that they were put there for that exact reason in that exact moment turns out wayfair does not always have just what you need <clears throat> um <laughs> and sort of to finish up as sort of a oscar speech that always comes with acknowledgements uh our families uh the donald joy ride <laughs> joyce uh karen sue uh have all brought in really meaningful things and um I don't think the place would feel anywhere near as unique and warm uh, without all of their work and contributions. So um, it's nice to have those people at that for you because they're really good at it. They're good at it. We love you guys. Yes, thank you. And doctor, thank you. Oh, goodness. <laughs> Still very weird. And thank you for tomorrow and the day after and next week and everything else after that for putting up with me because I know it's not easy. <laughs> Got my own extras. <laughs> Alrighty, folks. Uh, I hope that if you ever find yourself in need of something and this sort of rings true to you that you'll give us a try. Uh, we'll do everything we can for you. Thanks. Hey, there's really nothing else to say but thanks. Uh, I know how valuable your time is, and I appreciate you sharing some here. Uh, if there was one thing maybe that improved your day, uh, it was definitely worth the effort on this part. Uh, check us out at ohioBalance.com. And remember, if your day or your month or even your year at this point is going to be mental, it might be worth keeping it just plain mental. 
Thanks again. Bye.